Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTG Nordic. I'm Morten Røvik and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Shalom Lars. Shalom Mr. Røvik. Happy <laughs> to be here as always and looking forward to doing another episode with you of our podcast. For those of you who have not listened to this podcast before, we record these episodes to support you in learning GTD or becoming even better GTDers so you can experience the benefits of GTD. And we really hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of how experienced you are with GTD. And if you like a refresher or learn more about the basics of GTD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lars. And uh, today's episode we have dubbed Horizons of Focus for Companies. That is, how can you use the Horizons of Focus model inside a company? And uh, I was thinking maybe you could um, give us, um, you know, the first uh, view of the what are the two aspects of GTD and how do they intersect, the control and perspective for just give us an overview. Can you give us one minute yeah. breakdown of that, maybe two? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so... so um you know, we always work with these two dimensions in GTD. We work with uh, control on one dimension, the, it could be the x-axis, and then the perspective on the y-axis. Where when we talk about control, we talk about the first five steps that I referred to just now as we were starting the podcast, capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage. Um, and then when we talk about perspective, we look at the horizons of focus, which is what we are, are going to talk about today from the angle of companies. And um, the horizons of focus, if we start at the ground level, we have your calendar events and your next actions, things that are going on right now. And as we zoom out a bit more, we uh, we get to level uh, or horizon one, which is uh, projects. So all the multi-step outcomes you are committed to completing within the next 12 months. Zoom out a bit more we get to uh, horizon number two, which is areas of focus and accountability. So what are you responsible for? What do you have your focus on maintaining at certain standards? Zoom out yet again to horizon three, we have goals and objectives. So looking one to three years uh, into the future, where are we heading, you personally, where's the company heading? Horizon four is vision, where we look even further ahead and try to describe where we want to be uh, in, in the future. And last but not least, Horizon 5, which is purpose and principle. So what are the key values or the core values for you, for the companies? What are the principles that you would never break? That's what you would capture in the Horizons of Focus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you for that uh, clarifying, uh, Lars. And um, um, just to give people um, why is Horizons of Focus important, I would like to say that if you are you know, getting things done, the five steps will help you um, be more effective. You get more stuff down done. And because you will ask yourself questions like, what is this? What does it mean to me? You will get a little bit more of the right stuff done at the same time because you will be reflecting more on, on uh, what you are doing. And then you will also do the review, which is the fourth of the five steps, uh, you know, weekly review. You will have the time to to if you done properly, have the time to uh, to uh, analyze where am I going? You know, and get a little more of the right stuff done. You become more productive. If you are effective, you get a lot of stuff done. If you get the right things done, you get productive. So, and the horizons of focus model is just to give you um, anchor into the future, so that one you are moving in the right direction. And to a way to 
making sure that you navigate correctly so that you get most the, the most of the right stuff done not just getting stuff mm. done yeah and how can this work for companies um I remember when we, one of the first times we met, Loris, was when we talked about Horizons of Focus for the company. I was asking you to come and, and, and you know, cooperate with us and become a trainer. I think you reached out to me, but that was one of the first things I, I talked about because I remember that very clearly, uh, at least that we talked about it. I don't remember what you said after, but... Um, <laughs> But uh, one of the first thing I presented to you was the Horizons of Focus document for Productive Norge, the, the company behind getting things done in Norway. And because I wanted you to uh, you to be feel comfortable that this is what you want to do. You want to come on board this bus. This is an analogy I use for explaining why this is important is for companies is that when you invite someone to work with you or work for your company, they must have a more or less clear idea. Or let, let me put it this way: the more clear the idea they have of where this bus is going, the easier it becomes for them to say yes to mm. onboarding the bus, but also understanding uh, what they will be working with. You know, they understand what are our purpose and and um, and our values. And I, I remember when when we when I present this, it becomes easier to see where where we are going. Then we have for vision, we have well, how does it look and feel when you're on board this bus? What do we do? What is your you know your experience of this? And I in the pre-show, we I, you don't remember your reaction to this, but uh, <laughs> but but I, I I seem to remember at least if i'm not um make, making a you know um, um a mixture between some of the other people we work with in the network is that um, when i've invited them to come but i think that you feel that um and you can answer this uh, as the best of your recollection <laughs> and th did it make you feel that you easier to get on board yeah, and and obviously it must have. What what the the, um, the reason when we spoke about this in the pre-show why I didn't sort of recall it directly, I think, is that I might not have made it. It might have been clear to me what mm. you were presenting was actually the horizons of focus for the company. Yeah, I think uh, what what I might have seen with the. Uh, the, the knowledge and the 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 eyes that I had back then was was probably more of a, a you know painted a picture of the future mm. and obviously compelling enough for me to be standing here today and, yeah. <laughs> and jump jump on board that the, the bus that you described mm. so so I might not have seen it as as uh, horizons of focus but uh, yeah obviously that was uh, a helpful thing to have uh, in mm. order to to figure out whether this was right for me. Mm. And uh, the way you could do this, you know, for a company is that you can, because it is, it is really important for a company to actually have this. Um, I don't, mm. And I don't care if you use the Horizons Focus model to present this, but you, you need to tell people, why are we here? What is our purpose? What are what are our values so that you know understand people understand what principle like you have the most maybe um, easy to understand principles could be um, that you want, might want to look at is um, we are not corrupt we don't pay money for people um, do, doing doing something for us you know that you you keep that 
uh, clear. So, so, and then if a, an employee comes up in a situation where somebody wants to have some money for doing something, um, maybe when, if you do work with other countries or maybe you, you have some people who are not very um, <laughs> ethically, morally sound people, <laughs> let's let put it that way, let's put it that way. And they, they know that this is either acceptable or not. You know, if if, yeah. if you if you tell the people that no, this is not this is not acceptable, um, then people understand. Well, then I will not make this. I will not accept this. So, and and if you understand what your values are, it's a lot easier for people to understand. Am I living those values in my everyday work? So I've been doing what I call a horizons of focus analysis for some companies uh, in Norway, and that's this has always been very beneficial for all involved. And it's the structure we make this is like a workshop uh, spread out of, over a few days. And uh, the most recent one I did uh, virtually, which was very successful. Um, it was chopped up so people have time to think. There was breakout rooms so people can discuss this, because when you make this, you can either do it alone as the you know the, the or with your your management team uh, on the top, or you can involve people. And I I I do prefer doing it involving people because then they feel more like this comes from me too. I had mm. my voice heard here. And maybe they will remember some of the wording they said and they will find those wordings in the document after because this will be a document that can be presented to the people who either are part of the company for build company culture, but also for um, the, um, the employee who or the potential employee who is looking at, you know, you're trying to recruit. So if you look at this, I would suggest that um, you know uh, you focus on the on the, the top floor, which is purpose. Why are why 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 is it, why uh, is the company on the planet? What is your purpose? So it and you will describe that as you know and uh, as good as to your knowledge. Why are we here? And then f- try and focus on. On uh, what you, what would you like your your clients to say about you? For finding adjectives like they are uh, honest, uh, it's an honest company. They, they you know, they um, they deliver on time, the right products, uh, etc. Trying to find a way that you, know, you f- turn turn the cars and say what do you want your clients to say about you, and then and trying to record that. And then if you take what you've written down as your perceived purpose and values and then and then use those to describe the vision. What does it look for me as an employee to be part of this? And then what does it feel for our clients to, to, to interact with us? And when you do that, it's kind of like a mind-opening experience for a lot of people, especially the people who are not in direct client contact. And the latter there, because uh, if you are not in direct client contact, you don't understand the client's problems, you don't understand the client's uh, needs. And if uh, that that is going to help the company to get everybody on the same page. And um, and if you do it as a, for the employees trying to vision, you will build culture. You know, what do we do to each other? How do we interact to each other? Is it okay to be, you know... 
disrespectful or you know mm. turn it around and then say no we are respectful to each other we are, um, uh, we are a diverse company we don't uh, you know try and, and and paint a picture of of what it will be to be part of the company culture as well under vision and um, when this is more or less finished as a you know something you've done and you have a document on this um, send it out for revision ask people for feedback if it is your management team or if you made it yourself or it is the entire company that might be a good idea just to get their feedback on this so that if you're not <clears throat> involving everybody being super democratic um, at least to give them a chance to voice their concerns about what you've written there um, any comments so far, Lars? I know you, you've not been working with this with companies, so this is more like um, what no. Um, well, well, besides just the ones that we have internally. Um, so, mm. so from that perspective, it's it's very familiar what you're what you're describing and the value that you are that you are describing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, makes makes perfect sense. Okay. So, so when I talk to <clears throat> leaders, managers who are on the top of an organization or you know, head of a department, uh, especially for the, you know, the, the CEO or whatever you, the title is, uh, for the, the head honcho, I, I tell uh, he or she that uh, your most important job going forward now is to talk about this all the time. To remind people that when they make decisions about something, yes, this is a good decision because it's in alignment with our purpose hmm. and it supports our values. So go do it. And, and this is, and if you start talking about this, I don't know if you noticed, but I've been doing this with, when we have community practice, we have community of sales. I talk about what, what, why are we here? Hmm. Do you remember this? This isn't, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and uh, just to remind people that our purpose on the planet is we are here to do what? And just, just to remind people that that is a decision-making tool for you and for your department. And um, I think that is if you get this to, if you want to measure success from the leader's part after this, the, the head honcho, he or she, uh, do a survey, like do a quiz. Mm -hmm. Ask people, what is our purpose? What is our values? That is kind of, I, I've not done that for us yet, but maybe I should do. <laughs> but I suggest that you do that because that, that will keep well, your... I'm going to remember that you have asked me as well before. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I think I managed to find it. So uh, yeah. at least from that perspective, it seemed to have, seemed to have worked. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just saying because your job as the leader of a company or a leader of a department is to make sure people understand where we are going so that everybody is moving in the right direction, in the same direction. Uh, you know that it is, it is different you know, aspects of being part of a company. One, you, if you're in sales, you're, you have a, one focus. If you're in marketing, you have another focus. If you are in... Uh, in production, you have a different focus. If you are in, in you know, a service um, uh, department for the products you sell, this is a totally different perspectives. And uh, so, so to make sure that everybody understands what this company is about and which direction we are heading and what values and principles we are uh, do, conducting our business by, it is going to be very helpful 
Um, yeah, exactly. And I'm reminded that you know when you when you when you mentioned that as part of a, a you know a leader's role to to share the values. I had a coaching client that I worked with earlier this uh, this year uh, and a bit of last year as well, and and he had this exact you know sort of realization, which also refers back to what we described when you know when you start off with GTD, you start from the bottom off, getting things mm. under control, and then you start to naturally raise your perspective. And he had just the perfect example of that in that they had this, uh, let's call it a kickoff meeting after the, the summer break, mm. where he would normally go into details about what should happen when and be sort of very detail oriented. But, mm. you know, after starting to, to really get the hang of GCD, he had managed to, to build up, you know, the, the control as well in the, in the organization. So he mm. was able to just simply just focus that kickoff on speaking about values, inspiring. Mm. Uh, and you yeah. know providing a vision for for moving forward and he mm. was you know uh, really excited about this and and yeah right rightfully so mm. yeah i think i think that is uh, you know a lot of leaders becomes bosses and keep you know they they get too involved in decision making that's below them and that should be a given you know if you give people direction it will be easier for them to to also take also take their you know responsibility for their part of the company if they understand if you know if i understand why i'm doing something and it's in alignment with what we talked about before it's so much easier for me to to just walk without asking is this and then combine this with a natural planning model and now you're talking <laughs> because you will ask in a natural planning model the first question is why Mm. What's the purpose of this project? And if you ask why, and you find it the the why is not align in alignment with your with the horizons of focus document, maybe you should not do this. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That that's how it goes, and it's you know it's uh, th that's another reason why I like the natural planning model because it pushes you towards that direction and helps you mm -hmm. clarify some of the things that that might not be clear. And I think mm -hmm. when you talk to various companies, they will have parts of the horizons of focus already in place so the you know more and more companies today have have a clear sort of picture of their values or at least uh, you know a, a statement somewhere on the website saying mm. what these actually are mm. but then coming back to your question from before so how many people can actually mention them i, uh, mm -hmm. I think we spoke of this before i had one client <laughs> who was able to 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 you know let me know right away but i think most most uh, most uh, people will will struggle a bit, or at least have to stop. And you know that was uh, that was. Uh, um, I think it's something about that. Yeah. Something about being being nice. Um, being <laughs> no, nice. They <laughs> and they and they might have sort of a, a vision somewhere mm. in the company, but it's you know it's not very much put together. And then mm. they're, they're certainly, I think, practically always uh, missing horizons in the middle mm. until we get down to to perhaps somewhere there's no view of some of the projects and. Mm. Uh, you know, next actions in the at least mm. in the shape of, of things that show up in the calendar mm. will certainly be there. But there's so much good stuff to to work from in there. Yeah, the 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 horizons of focus. When you use a natural planning model to to find out the purpose of something, and that is the first question you will ask yourself: What's the purpose of this? Why are we doing this? 
And uh, without the Horizons of Focus document, it might be um, up to the department head or the pre person planning to say, that, well, this is this is why we're making this. And then if this is a salesperson, he will, of course, use the sales perspective for this. And of course, he would use the sales perspective. But it doesn't if it doesn't tie up to the higher, higher why, the purpose of the company mm -hmm. and the values, uh, maybe he will not plan well this project, uh, whatever it is. So to have the why of the horizons of focus with you in the you know the back of your mind is super important and 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 that's why I'm saying that your leader's role is to talk about the purpose and the values all the time and the principles we would guide because if he, if he or she don't do this it will be just another document a little blah, 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 blah document you know <laughs> blah 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 document like. Uh, yeah, we remember something on the kickoff last year. We yeah. talked about this, and um, but we haven't seen that yet. As you know, I, and I think it is on the web page somewhere. We, we don't talk about this, mm. but if if this is um, actually lived by the people and they understand more or less, you know, if they don't remember exactly what it says, if they understand the essence of it and live that culture by mm. living the values okay you you know you've done your job but uh, when you onboard onboard people you must make sure that they have the same culture as the rest of them that culture is value driven you know if your 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 the culture is not value driven it will be just whatever shows up with the personalities that you hire uh, if, you know culture in a company uh, that is not, you know, is a lot more effective and it works better if it is value driven. I don't know mm. if you've you've seen that in a company before. Yeah, you you clearly get a feeling for you know when you work, like, let's say, in an in-house seminar where you work with a company and you have mm. twenty people gathered there. You you get a sort of clear sense as you progress mm. through the, the the seminar on on how how things are, you know, how 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 they do things. Let's put it that way. Mm. And I know that I've been, in, in my younger days, I've been having, I remember spe specifically, and I will not be, I will not be specific because it's not a very nice tale, but I had a, had a, a work, uh, I worked in a company for about two weeks. Uh, I, because, and I had to quit because I understood that I, I will not be happy there. And I mm. understand that this company <coughs> culture, uh, sorry, the culture, company culture was driven by the department head and, and not the, the values of the company's company. And um, it, it was like I was the only man in a you know, big, um, I think it was 20 women and me. And the, their, the culture in this department was uh, let's backstab each other at every possible. Do <laughs> you understand? Like, I, I, I love, believe me, I love women, but some, some women have, when it's culturally accepted inside a company, becomes um, very dangerous. <laughs> and, and for me, that's I. And and I understand that if if they had this, we respect each other. We talk respectfully about each other, mm. in the in the uh, in the company. Um, um, you know the policy um, values. We we respect each other. We don't talk bad about each other in the company values. That that will never happen, especially if that was talked about by the CEO or the department heads. So that's mm. because yeah. Okay, so that was my my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 
to be sure, I, I'm sure that could happen in any any department, regardless of how how the the genders were were put. Uh, put to I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, that was, but that was a very good example. That was, you know, a real life one. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, 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 I resigned because I and I when they ask me why, and say I can't live with this culture. This is I am mm -hmm. not this and person. I, and I, I can't. An example of that just comes to mind now from a, from a Danish CCD as well. That will soon meet at the uh, the summer camp. Uh, mm -hmm. Just uh, just made this that same kind of uh, kind of decision. Um, I wanted to add to what you were saying that, um, you know, the way that we've talked about this now has mainly been sort of, you know, big picture, big company, perhaps mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people involved. Um, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I can, mm -hmm. um, I'll be working now, you know, this, this autumn with a company in Denmark where I'll be working with a, a small leadership team in, in supporting them in, in defining their values and getting a clear picture and then helping that, you know, drive them, drive them forward. And mm. it could just be, if you're just a, a one man band, it could yeah. be, uh, you know, d done by yourself. I actually mm. just spent time yesterday, uh, a couple of hours with, with this, uh, starting off with, uh, you know, the, the, the purpose and principles for, for GCD Nordic in, in Denmark and, mm. uh, thinking things through, uh, the way I did it this time was to take the perspective of, okay, I have my areas of focus and accountability. If I look at each of them and we look X number of years into the future, where should the company be? What is, what mm. should it look like? So yeah. we have a, as you know, planning session coming up where we'll be meeting each other in Norway soon. Mm. I wanted to think some things through. And also, I think after this this uh, pandemic starting to get things up and running and need a sort of an uh, inspiration and uh, an idea of the future. So this was really helpful for me to take a couple of mm. hours out of the calendar, think these things through. I now in my inbox next to me have a, a nice uh, overview of, of different uh, thoughts that I made yesterday, mm. which translated into both more detailed vision, uh, some clear goals and look into the future horizon three some mm. uh, some more things to keep an eye on from a maintenance perspective so areas mm. of focus and also some new some new projects in next action so yeah. really productive two hours uh, yeah. worth of thinking from the horizons of focus perspective so mm. it doesn't have to be big it can just be can just be yourself as well yeah and 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 you are you know we are planning or you are planning to to have people come on board uh, mm -hmm. not far from now and uh, in productive Denmark and uh, and this then this thinking will make it easy for this person to to have an overview of where are we going you know what is this what's the name of this bus where are, where is it going how does how will it feel for me to be part of this this bus or this on, on board this bus so, okay great um, um, I think we've more or less exhausted this this theme. Maybe a little. Uh, no, it's twenty six minutes. Not bad. It's not a short episode. <laughs> just give it. Just yeah. put a put put a quarter in us, and we can talk about <laughs> anything for more or less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I hope this has added some value to you, the listener, because it's um, because I think it is important that we define, um, you know, where are we going and how does it look. Um, as as companies for you know for the company culture and for onboarding is very important and for um, maintaining the correct course um, for a company especially when you grow this is super important I think that the faster you grow the easier it is to lose culture 
because the first founding people are living the culture, but if they are th spread thin, they can't you know, help people replicate that culture. So to have kind of kind of a document that will help you uh, talk about this and to to help you spread your culture is super important. So, yeah. With those last words, uh, Lars, will you take <laughs> us out, please? <laughs> happy to do so. So we always wrap up these episodes uh, with a quick reminder to head on over to gcdnordic.com and have a look around, find uh, the country website for the country that you're from in the Nordics. If you are from the Nordics uh, on each of those sites, you will find all of the articles that we've written about GCD for free uh, available there. There's a newsletter sign up, links to groups on social media, and of course, all of the offerings that we provide when it comes to speeches, coaching, and seminars, both physical and virtual. If you're outside the Nordics, head on over to gettingthingsdone.com to find your local partner. And lastly, as always, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. Like Martin just said, um, if you benefit from this, let us know podcast.gtdnordic.tk. Send us an email on what you think of these, or if you have any questions for an upcoming listener questions uh, episode, be sure to, to let us know. And mm -hmm. if it was helpful, uh, we always appreciate if you share this uh, an episode with a, a colleague or rate us on your podcast player, such as uh, iTunes. And if you're on Reddit and you find one of the episodes valuable for you, why, you, why don't you share it there? Because we don't want to do too much self-promotion, but there, but okay. Um, thank you, uh, dear listener, and thank you, Lars. And uh, until next time, stay safe and stay productive. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. -bye. Bye,